T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. The score! Thanks to everyone who was a part of this Bears Monday. We thank Travis Bone Hancock for joining us from WFNZ in Charlotte. Matt Bowen, Dan Wiederer also. Thanks to Ray Diaz, Mike Rankin, Brandon Fryer, Connor O'Donnell, Kevin Lapka for helping out. So Bears Monday continues with Parkins and Spiegel on the score. Boys. Hello. Yes. and uh, but, but they got Bears Friday, though. That's true. Like, they, you guys, they got the benefit and, of... of, of the game going off the air and being like, hey, hot damn, let's dude, go. Hey, 30 me- seconds before air. Meanwhile. What a win for the pitch clock. You guys better get used to You used to have this whole day. Your afternoon was set. Now with these games, these day games, you got to figure out when to get in here. Oh, yeah. Well, here's yeah, the I'll thing, still be Dan. doing it from home. Yeah. <laughs> we, um, we, we like to work. Okay, this whole thing about us like spending those game days rooting for extra innings and long rallies, that's a myth. At least it's not been public. Yeah, well, well, it's not a myth. Oh, I just prefer it when the teams are good. Like when the when the when the Cubs are a 72 win team and they're playing a 4-hour game where they're losing 7-1. Yeah. Pretty sure we can outrate that. To your point on Friday, um, I, I was coming in, Danny, to the show from home. I'm two miles away, and I'm like, oh, it's the fifth inning. All right, I should probably head in. There's no post-game show. Then all of a sudden, I'm in my car. It's the seventh inning. Mm-hmm. I'm in the parking lot, and it's the top of the ninth. Like, <laughs> let's go! Yeah. They, game Games are flying. But that was a win for Rob Manfred. We we missed the DJ Moore uh, you know, move and trade, if not for the pitch clock being in there. So... If there are any naysayers out there, that ninety minutes of radio that we gave you on Friday, you know, you know, what was was fun is that, and and obviously, I'm looking forward to digging into so many of the different angles. But as it was happening, because of the intensity with which the whole station and our show with polls position has been doing this, and like all the thought experiments and mapping things out. I didn't think we needed any more prep to do that 90 minutes. No, we we, were ready. We were locked and loaded to do that particular 90 minutes. And it was one of those days that's like, it's up there with Julius Peppers signing day or Cutler trade day. We're like, all right, here we go. Bears are a real player. They're trying to do something and you hope it all turns out for the best. And it actually turned out to be better than we predicted. 
that the fact yep. that they they have a legit twenty five year old number one wideout under contract control. Well, so they, a couple of things about that. In the season, I talked about trading for DJ Moore because there was a little bit of talk about DJ Moore being available in a trade. The Packers offered a first-round pick for DJ Moore because when they fired Matt Rule, it's like, okay, they might be tearing this thing down, go out and try to get him. But they turned down an offer of a first-round pick for DJ Moore only to then turn around and trade a first two seconds, and D.J. Moore to draft a quarterback who is going to need a D.J. Moore. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like, like I, I don't believe the reporting that Carolina doesn't know who they want at quarterback. I think they've got a very strong inkling. It, it would make no sense to trade up to one to not have any idea. Well, that would so be why, why you, That's why what we talked not... about with Reader, Reader about how they, they, how can you already know they haven't had their pro days yet? Yeah. How, do you, how can you have that kind of conviction? I, well, why did Danny? Why do you not believe it? Because it wouldn't make sense that they would do it. I think they they want to be in charge of the draft and have their pick of the thing. And like the multiple different reports now have said that the owner has one and that Fitter, the GM has has another. I yes, I but you. Why would you feel compelled? Just because you logically think it's stupid doesn't I, mean you I shouldn't do, believe I, it. I, I do logically think it's stupid. I know, but I, but I choosing it, to not I, believe it is a whole other thing. I, yeah, but I think that the I think that there's always like smoke because there's also a report out there that they're going to trade down. They trade it up to one only to then trade down. Right? Then why give them like the you now are going to have to find DJ Moore for CJ Stroud or Bryce Young or whomever. And you made it appreciably more difficult to do that because you don't have a first round pick next year. Well, if they if they so like they Stroud, know. I think they're going to have fun with their thought experiments over the next forty five days. Because yeah. like because what if they like Stroud? But the Texans like Bryce Young. Maybe they try to do the one to two thing and just get a little something back and still get their guy Stroud at two. Yeah. You know, try to play it that way. Yeah, I don't know. It's- I, I, I think I think th- we knew that somebody was going to be Ryan Pace, and and I'm not saying that Carolina was, but I think. They all dream of being where Ryan Poles was this past week at the Combine with everybody coming to him and controlling it. And Carolina now gets to feel that for 45 days. And personal vanity is a part of this sometimes. Man, last night when we were recording the Organizations Win Championships podcast, we spent some time at the outset just lamenting the difference between the leadership of Ryan Poles and that of Arturis Karnaschevis. The, the idea of someone who is out there and public and says, here's what I can get for it and has a long-term vision where things make sense as opposed to everything sort of behind the curtain and not making sense. It's uh, while really... I'm with you on it, Dan, it's different places, though. Like not just different sports, but I, different places. I where, know where in but, in if if we're gonna if, if we're gonna keep that in in that comparison, that means that Arturis would have already traded Zach Levine and Demar Derozan, right? Like that that's your Roquan Smith and your your Robert Quinn. The, the way that 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 roster was just bottomed out, it allows Ryan Poles a lot of room. To, to move, whereas the Bulls are looking at this and saying, 
we we we're a playoff team and we were the number one team <laughs> and, and, uh, until February in the NBA and the Eastern Conference. They're looking at this from a different perspective. I'm with you. I know it's not on, apples to apples, but the transparency and the confidence and the I mean, it's, swagger. It's, it's kind of apples to collard greens, though. Like, like I, I, Why are you bullsing on my bears? <laughs> <laughs> you got your bulls and my bears. You got your bears and my bulls. Don't bulls on my bears. One great taste, the other one sucks butts. <laughs> Why well, you got bulls up my bears, man? Yeah, it really does. This is Get your bulls out of it. Go I talk to your kids. I can't help it. Yeah, stop blessing <laughs> up the Bears yeah, celebration. Like, man, yeah. it's like, why, why couldn't they be more like the Bears? It's I don't just care if it's so apples good. or oranges or collard greens. Just to get your bulls away from the Bears. <laughs> <laughs> bears Day. Oh. Danny, Danny, were you ever worried that, that Jim Beheim would have you fired when you were working okay, for the dude. station? Listen, what I the got, hell? What a horrible I, human being. So, and, I, I, and I, the other guy is, too. I, Ed Levine <laughs> is... An, egomaniac, blowhard idiot. I hated him when I was in Syracuse. This is a guy who's in charge of that radio station? This is a guy who, honestly, if someone with an orange tie nods at him, it moves, and he starts sweating and getting... like you, You've heard of jock sniffers and microphone sniffers? Like This guy fetishizes Syracuse in such a grotesque way. It is... Ew. It is disgusting. Disgusting, and that's coming from a guy who is proud of where he went to school, kind of. Uh, and like, but like, so he fired a host for not being obsequious enough. Correct, and and, and but, he went on the record <laughs> and said, "I am a Syracuse fan. We are in business with Syracuse University, and I thought that his coverage had gotten too negative." And that the newspaper's coverage had gotten too negative. Yeah. He said that Syracuse.com, which is the website of the Syracuse Post Standard, <laughs> the only daily newspaper in Syracuse, New York, too negative. was too negative, so, who my guy Brent Axe also works for and reports for and writes for. Two things I want to add. One is, is that this past, this past 18 months is unquestionably the worst <laughs> athletic 18 months in the history of the university with the success of the team. So there's that. The other is that yesterday he announced a deal to put Jim Beheim on radio stations yesterday. The, the guy is a complete. So the timing hack of, a shill. of firing the guy who Beheim hated and <laughs> ripped all year long of a shill. Yeah, <laughs> mockery of a travesty Wait a minute, of a shill. Mean he's a bad shill. I I hated. He's this a guy better shill than that. When I was in Syracuse, every, oh my god, I love it. Everybody knew what a pompous. He was and, <laughs> Deutsche Bank, and, and, and just the like, and, and the, like I, and the other thing is like I am biased on this, and I will admit my bias. Like I, I love Brent Axe, and so this is not what people are tuning into Chicago radio for. But Brent Axe is a good man. I interned for him when I was in school. He was the one who helped me get a job when I was unemployed for eleven months after college. I produced uh, and and hosted between like right before leading into his show. He puts on. Uh, he brings in Syracuse students all the time. He's an adjunct professor out there. Like he like really gives back to the community. And Beheim got him whacked. And and and, and I don't know because it's it is within the realm of possibility that this guy Ed Levine, who is such a loser, uh, is is enough of a Beheim sycophant that he just knew that Beheim was pissed at Axe that he did it like to curry to impress to, him to impress him. It is. 
absolutely on board. But I'm not absolving Beheim of it because he owns 20% of that radio station. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. What an incestuous mess. He name-checked so the guy. Gross. He said there's a local talk show host who's been all over me. It's so gross. During the course of the year. It's and like this guy Levine, he like he like buddies up and like pretends like he matters to the journalism school. He's on like the board of the New York State Broadcasters Association. Mm. Yeah, he's just like willing to go on the record mm. and be like, "Yeah, I fired him because he was too negative, and the newspaper's too negative too." Screw you, you loser. Um, but anyway, let's not let Ed I Levine think, off I my bears. You, had, you would have some thoughts. Maybe you let your Ed Levine out, out, out of my bears. <laughs> Here's what's going on on Twitter right now is that Trey Wingo, Trey Wingo said, oh, looks like it's done. History's going to repeat itself. Time's a flat circle. Aaron Rodgers to the Jets. And now Ian Rappaport is saying nothing has happened. I wish it did. I'd like to talk about it, but nothing has happened. So Trey Wingo, uh, head over skis a little, perhaps. Another reminder, you know, and look, we're we're all talk show hosts and people tell us stuff all the time. Yeah. Let reporters report and let us react to the reports. You're saying that Trey Wingo, while he gets paid to play golf and read odds <laughs> off Bet MGM promo Caesars. I, oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Caesars. Get it right. He's the his title <laughs> is brand ambassador. And and like chief content. Something made up. You know Give what he, me two million dollars. What, a that year. guy is not a hack of a shell. Like he's a no. really good shell. Yeah, he's no, a great I, well, shell. I, I wouldn't call him that either. I'm no, just me saying neither. that that sometimes that it, it's it's become a problem over the last few years in journalism that some of us drift into the world of reporting when we aren't reporters anymore, and we need to be very careful about that. And then people running and being like, such and such said that this is a thing. Mm. But right. I mean, it could work. What did, bo- what did Sham say? Well, right, but it can work both ways, right? Like, you could get a scoop, Lawrence, report it, and be and be right, absolutely. You know, and, it, I, and I don't. I don't think that Trey. I I would imagine that Trey is probably right. Right, exactly. About this, yeah. But but if if he's wrong, poor Garrett Wilson. Because he tweeted, "Y'all should see the smile on my face right now with a bunch of emojis." Like if Aaron Rodgers isn't a Jet and Garrett Wilson thought that he just went from like the outhouse to the penthouse, Zach Wilson to Aaron Rodgers, and then he goes back and he's got to play with like Mike White next year. No, Mike White's a Dolphin. Oh yeah, yeah. Mike White signed today with a Dolphin. Two years. We, yeah. We've been trying to figure out what happens if you don't get Aaron Rodgers. Like, what do you do? Do if, you trade for Jets? Lamar? Jameis. Yes. Yeah, Jameis, maybe, because Mike White just went down to uh, Miami trying to improve his fifth spot in the Mike White rankings. <laughs> yes, and, that's uh, a stated yeah. reason. Yes. <laughs> and Garoppolo to Vegas. So, yeah, it's uh, Jameis or, or Chase Daniel. Yeah, I, don't, I mean, I don't, I don't know, because Garoppolo's no, off the board. Ch- Chase ain't never going to a place where he might actually play. <laughs> so wait, so Wingo's title, he, he's got like a like a director of something, something? Oh, yeah, yeah, we play it in our... Brand we, ambassador, we, but we, more no, than it's, that. It's more than that. Yeah. It's, it is... I made fun of him the first time we had him on about it. It is the most ridiculous title and I've ever And then you were seen. like, I want that job. And, then I, and then I said, Ken, yes. Here it is. Well, wait, yeah, what Chief is, Trends Officer. Okay. And Brand Ambassador. Chief Trends Officer. I would like to compare that. Do, you probably know off the top of your head. What is George Brett's technical job oh, title with the Royals? It, no, I don't off the top of my head because anymore. It's the, changed. Because oh. when, when I was there, he was also the hitting coach. <laughs> but not really. <laughs> no, no, but for a minute, for a moment, 
time, he actually stepped down from his front office job and was the day-to-day hitting coach. And he like put a uniform on for like 14 games. And then he was like, I hate this. My yeah, other- he had for a while was like vice president or something or special advisor for something. And it was like, he plays golf all day and eats steak. Correct. Well, okay. So it's a great job. It is a great vice president of baseball operations. There oh, it is. Yeah. George Brett. <laughs> Wait a minute. Yeah. yeah. He is but- vice president of being George Brett. Yeah. And that's what it is. But where's my freaking Sudoku? <laughs> right. He's the vice president of baseball operations. That's amazing. Across and it's and it, and it says I remember on the Royals website like across like the tenure of multiple general managers. Yeah, no kidding. Because <laughs> they don't have the ability to hire or fire you. Frank, he's at a country club. Because <laughs> you're George they get, they get, Frank, He's on the he's on the eighth hole. I mean, come on. Yeah. It's, oh God. And congratulations, Chief um, officer. He gets a sheet printed out and handed to him by the head's odds maker. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Well, you got to bring stuff over to oh, the yeah. chief. Our, our segments with him started getting better when I just played to the sheet that he was handed. It's, it's a good yeah, sheet. It's a good sheet. It's, it's, really good. it's a lot of value on the sheet. Uh, what, what's, what's on the sheet, Trey? Don't compliment the sheet. <laughs> what interests you the most about the Bills game? Phil, pause while he looks down the line of the sheet. So I, I am glad that you asked. <laughs> what a great question you guys asked. Let me tell you about this, uh-huh. this game. You know what's interesting here. about this game? There we go. Uh, and, he, and he is a great broadcaster and a good storyteller. But For that, sure. that title was just so he's just He's just reached a wonderful coasting portion <laughs> yeah, of his yeah. career. His Instagram is just he's on a different <laughs> coast playing golf like every oh, week. I'm oh, like, yeah. this guy is unbelievable. <laughs> What's the trend? Well, again, oddly enough, the trend is me sleeping in. <laughs> yeah, the, the trend is a little left to right, which is really going to help my cutter, my fade. Oh. The trend is I'm on the porch having coffee. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God! Um, we concerned? We, we concerned at all about this uh, the tackle market and the money not being spent? I got a I got a I got a small theory. Happy to work it past you guys now if you got time. We could save it for after the open. But in on McGlinchey doesn't work. The Chiefs swoop in and sign Taylor. And play him at left tackle, that makes the Taylor contract a lot more appealing to me than the McGlinchey contract. But he's also never played left tackle anywhere, which is kind of crazy. But if they're the, arguably the best organization in the NFL, and they think he can do it. Trusting Pat Mahomes' blind side with it, mm-hmm. they've rebuilt their offensive line. Ryan Poles got a lot of credit for it, yeah. but maybe not. Like you mean Creed Humphrey, Pro Bowler, second round pick, Trey Smith, fifth round pick, started every game since he was drafted, just signed this guy. I wonder if he like I'd be a little surprised if the guy that the Chiefs just cast off, Orlando Brown, Ryan Poles is now gonna swoop in and give a ton of money to if they just converted a right tackle to play left tackle there. What if he's gonna trade some of this draft capital for Laramie Tunsil and sign him? I'm okay with that. Tw- like, gi- giving up draft picks to go out and make Laramie Tunsil the highest paid you, left tackle you got in sport. extra picks now. Uh, I don't like tw- And you need a left tackle. I don't like giving up picks. He's, tw- he's 28 years old. He's probably the second or third best left tackle in football. Pro bowler last year. $18.5 million on his deal. Not guaranteed. Says he wants to reset the market. So you got to beat Teron Armstead if you're going mm. to do it. He's, he's great. He's not Teron Armstead, but he's great. 
Left tackles can play until their mid thirties easily. Um, guy plays. Like, w- w- would you move down from nine to twelve for Laramie Tunsil for the right to pay Laramie Tunsil? Maybe. Would you, would you move down three spots for a top three left tackle? Well, that's a different question. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 no, might, I don't think it is. Oh, well, I, I mean, if you're if, if you're just wait, moving let him down look a down the spots. sheet. Yeah, he's got to look down the sheet first, <laughs> and then he's going to tell you the trend on that. Hold I don't, on, just a second. I don't want to give up picks um but that the moving moving down in, in the first is really interesting i mean if albert breer's thing this morning about how there are seven players there are seven players that he sees as blue players all four quarterbacks are going to go um before probably before nine but certainly before 11 or 12 all four quarterbacks yeah are gonna go so moving down a little is interesting i I, see, I, Unless I, that's the difference between Jalen Carter and not Jalen Carter. Well, that's what I'm saying. I, I think it's in play that they move up from nine because of the extra picks you got to go snag your guy if he's there for you mm-hmm. at seven or eight. Teams move up one spot all the time in the draft, and it's not just for quarterbacks. Like in that, you know, in that range, you you can target in on your guy and pay, you know. A third round pick or a fourth round pick. Well, that so, might be draft night then. That's that what might I'm that might be on the clock. Yeah, but but so like it, is it six pop? o'clock tonight on the score? Yes. Is it tonight? Or Thursday. Thursday, Thursday yeah. Uh but I just I'm a little surprised that he didn't set the market at tackle. And now that the Chiefs have moved the guy from right tackle to left tackle, I would assume that Poles has some overlap of thought with the people that are still in Kansas City, it makes me think that something bigger is bigger up. is potentially I, up there. I, I I I think he's value shopping. I think he's value shopping because of where they are, and like you see these deals. And while I would love Jawan Taylor, and I would have you know dealt with Mike McGlinchey, um, and I really wanted Javon Hargrave, the guaranteed money and all those deals is is nuts, right? And look at the teams that did it: San Francisco for Hargrave. They want to win it all right now. Um, Kansas City for Taylor. They just won it all. They want to win it again right now. And um, and McGlinchey, McGlinchey to Denver is an interesting one. I, I mean, maybe it's sunk cost at your quarterback spot. It, it's sunk. You got to do something. I guess you, you got two years. Of, I guess, of but but, that but you but, have to pay for. So you got to figure out a way to make that work. And you didn't bring Sean Payton in uh-huh. here to rebuild. But but so the Bears are trying to build something, and they're being careful. So I I just think he's value shopping, and we'll see what they can get for McGarry. Or maybe they'll draft that guy to play right tackle, and I think Braxton Jones is your left tackle. Or maybe they're valuing the guard center guard uh, perhaps more than we expect. They just have to spend a lot of money. And so that was part of why they traded for DJ Moore, was to Mm -hmm. help them spend to their floor on that three-year rolling average. And so... like. You can value shop, and that's good, right? Free agency is, by definition, an overpay and all that. But, like, they, they're they probably going to have to add a high-ticket item or two right. somewhere. Yeah, I think And so is that going to be in free agency or, like with DJ Moore, like, is it possible that what they did with DJ Moore, he's going to do with another premium position? Where and, someone's already done the work. And that's your thing yeah, about Tunsil. And you're going you're gonna to acquire a piece to pay because this free agent class sucks. And so you're gonna you're gonna you're willing to give up a little bit of draft picks to say we don't want to spend big money. It might on- be a relative bargain because it's based on money from two three years ago. Correct. But it's a, yeah, that, that, I, I hear you. That's my that's and so whether or not it's Tunsil or someone else like that, 
I just wonder if he's not going to try to replicate the DJ Moore logic on one of these other premium positions because the other guys at tackle especially, I mean, Caleb McGarry, that guy's given up 15 sacks in the last two years. Not a very good pass blocker. He's a good run blocker, but he's not a very good pass blocker. So I just think there's some holes there that I, I don't know. My antenna's up a little bit that I think there might be another move coming for one of these premium positions based on what happened with Taylor in Kansas City. You know, he loves the line and loves to draft and build through the lines. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if if most of these draft picks are are line related, um, in, including at nine. And he he does have to spend some money. Maybe he'll spend it at corner. Maybe it's. You know, it's it's Jamel Dean who he wants to try and spend on, or it's James Bradbury or something like that, where he will spend some premium money. And Draymond Jones would be a big-time investment. Oh, yeah, that would cost a ton of that money. That would cost a ton okay. of money and a ton guaranteed, and it's a younger three technique who maybe hasn't – he certainly hasn't proven as much as Javon Hargrave, but he is no, younger. No, but you'd be betting on the come. And, right. But, I mean, that, no, that will be a huge investment if they, if they, if they land him. That will be – that will be the marquee signing of the offseason mm-hmm. if, if if they go out and get him. Uh, so we, we're wide open today. We're going to be booking people you know, as news uh, requires it. Zach Berman covers the Eagles and uh, profiled uh, TJ Edwards earlier in the season. Guy who's, guy's a meatball Bears fan. He waited in line for an hour to meet Brian Erlacher and Lance Briggs. <laughs> He has a Devin Hester jersey. This is not Zach Berman we're talking about. No, TJ no, no, the Bears' new linebacker. Yes. The Bears' new linebacker is a meatball Bears fan. He's yeah. probably called on a Monday. Correct. <laughs> to Les's show. <laughs> like, like, yeah. Like, so I'm very excited to hear all the information that Berman uh, what has. What about on. Jack Sanborn, though? This is, this is TJ and <laughs> Lake Villa. Lake Villa. Um, uh, I don't, I don't know what happened to Johnny Knox, but I hope he comes back. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So very excited for that. Uh, Speaks' 14th favorite baseball player. We've got Poles position at 3 o'clock. We're going to see where Aaron Rodgers is going. we got a lot to do today. And your boy Mark DeRosa, I think, has stepped in it a little bit. Talk about him a little later, too. Speaks will talk about that later. Yeah, um, sure will. Tyler's in for Tanny. Tanny's open. He likes baseball. <laughs> will still kick us off. But it, don't That's let your don't let your World Baseball Classic get into my Bears day. Oh, it's it's so much better than the Bulls. It's don't true. don't go equating the WBC and Ed Levine <laughs> and George Brett's title with the World Baseball Classic. Ed Levine. <laughs> Such a judge. Uh, <laughs> Tyler's open kicks us off. Parkinson speak on the score. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 